striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to The Chaser Report on Wednesday the 16th of June, the day after we learn that finally the Australian government is going to relent and reunite the Biloela family. They're going to be out of detention, Charles, at last. A damning back down by the government. People smuggling is now open for business again. Are you against this? Absolutely, Dom. This is just awful stuff. I was with Alex Hawke on this, you know, that you've got to be tough on four-year-olds, especially when they get sick, because then that's when they want to get all this special treatment, go to hospital and things like that and get treated for their sepsis. Charles, she had to wait for 10 days to get to the Children's Hospital in Perth. She nearly died. This is a product that the people smugglers can now sell to a whole new range of people wanting to come to Australia, be locked up for three years on Christmas Island, have their kids driven to sepsis for only 10 days, and then free ticket into Perth with a few conditions and no visa yet. Oh, you're a very tough man. Oh, you've got to be tough. You've got to be tough, especially on that four-year-old, because the sneaky thing, the sneaky thing that no one's really talking about is that that girl was born in Australia. How sneaky is that? She's actually an Australian citizen. Yeah, which, mean, which means you think she'd have the right to live in Australia. No, no, Dom, no. If you start allowing four-year-olds who are born in Australia to live in Australia, then that's the thin end of the wedge. Then suddenly everyone who is born in Australia will expect to have the right to live in Australia. I mean, where does that end? Charles, my daughter is about the same age and is also part Tamil. Like, she's got a lot in common with... Do the authorities know? But where is she? I'm going to call the terrorism hotline right now. We've got a big show. Sammy Shah has some advice for friendly Geordies about dealing with hostile governments such as the Taliban. And I uh, managed to test drive a bit of a luxury car. Plus, we've both got our vaccines and we're ready to party. Yay! But first, let's check in on the latest news headlines with Rebecca Dayunamuno. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has signed a deal with Germany to develop new ways to cut down on climate change. However, some fear the agreement may actually increase global warming, given how many of ScoMo's announcements are a load of hot air. The federal government has begun negotiations to decide what to do with its toxic radioactive waste, with the Prime Minister suggesting instead of dealing with the problem, they could just demote it to the Minister for Science. The Australian government has today announced the Biloela family will be immediately resettled in Australia until their visa decision is finalised. The UN has condemned the decision to move the family to Perth as an even worse torture than being locked up on a prison island. That's the latest news you can't trust for The Chaser Report. I am actually Rebecca Dayunamuno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report is brought to you by a shady cabal of elite Satan-worshipping pedophiles. At least we're more honest than the God-worshipping pedophiles. The Chaser Report. Okay, the biggest story in the country right now is QAnon, the big conspiracy theory from the US. 
It's very confusing, but apparently it extends all the way to Scott Morrison's office or at least his best mate. Now, Alexa, you've been delving in the QAnon minds. You've been looking at message boards and so on. And Gabby's here as well to help us make sense of all this. What have you found? Yeah, I'm completely red-pilled now. I am whatever a QAnon person is. Um, That's me. You're on board. I'm here to spread the good word. So what is the theory? So um, it it, it all started a little pizza joint called Comet Pizza. In a regular pizza place, has a big kind of freezer underground and obviously led people to believe that it's the headquarters of a giant satanic cabal of elite pedophiles. As you do. uh, And they believe that Hillary Clinton was, was... running then. Yeah, the yeah, I, I believe that. Yes, correct. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, sorry, you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this is kind of scary, but there's no need to fear because there's a guy called Q who's a secret government operative who's going to get rid of the pedophiles. This sounds like a script for Get Smart. Yeah. So isn't, Q, isn't Q actually like some weird character from Star Trek or no, something? No, isn't he in Bond? Yes, oh, yeah, all he of the above. Bond. He's yes. all of the above things and yet somehow also someone who knows what's really happening in the real world. I mean, usually all this kind of riffing would be blasphemy, but QAnon is actually super collaborative. You know, you can all come up with your own theories and we all come together and it's a really happy Q family. So where does Donald Trump fit into this whole thing? He's kind of like the champion. He's the anti-pedophile messiah. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. He's going to get rid of them personally. So did he Did he succeed? Like, he was president <laughs> for four years. Yes. I th- Where are the pedophiles now? I think he kind of did. One of the theories is that they, he actually did get the pedophiles, but you can't let everyone know because all the other pedophiles will go into hiding or something. So, mm. But don't you, you want pedophiles to be in hiding? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> so they, they catch these pedophiles and they replace them with robots mm. who act exactly the same. Presumably also continue doing pedophilia. I don't know. What, <laughs> I mean, what I like about this is Donald Trump's long-term disguise as the guy who owned the Miss Universe pageant and constantly burst in on the teenage contestants. Well, that, that, that guy's the anti-pedophile guy, yeah? Well, that, that's the beauty of it. To catch a pedophile, you have to become a pedophile, you know? Even it's, though yeah. Joe Biden is president, this is all still going on. Even though Donald Trump is a joke who launched a coup against the United States, you still believe. It's a bit of a struggle, I have to be honest. Um, so Q hasn't dropped anything for the past six months. So before he was feeding us little bits of information, but now he's completely silent. Um, well, I mean, it's clear who it is. I mean, there's only one guy who's been pretty busy for the last six months. Yeah. Joe Biden. He's Q. Yeah. He's been pretty busy. I don't think he has time to drop hints, does he? That makes total sense. Yeah, I was thinking either that or Charles Firth, who's also been pretty busy for the last No, time. Charles is of no consequence. <laughs> Haven't you learnt that by now? Not at all. I've learnt nothing. Unless it's even deeper cover than Donald Trump. No comment. No comment. The Chaser Report is sponsored by The Deep State, who are sponsored by the Freemasons, who are sponsored by the Illuminati, who are sponsored by Woolworths. Get a 170-gram pack of Doritos for $3.50 at Woolworths today. Dom, there is a war on satire going on. At last. Friendly Geordies, who's yes. a YouTube comedian. Mm-hmm. He is being sued by the Deputy Premier of New South Wales for defamation. They're trying to shut him up, shut him down, because Friendly Geordies says that the Deputy Premier is corrupt, right? There's also something to do with Mario, wasn't there? But anyway. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) the police have now arrested this YouTube comedian's producer uh, saying that he's been stalking uh, the Deputy Premier and arresting him on, on, on basically stalking charges. The kind of laws you would use to stop someone who is obsessed with an ex or something yeah, and kept yeah, walking yeah. up to them? They're now using that on journalists and reporters and producers um, who presumably are doing recce. So essentially what it means is any stunt that the chaser does where we go and see what a politician is up to is now 
stalking and illegal. This is a bit worrying. I mean, it's I a can't war. Confess, it's a war. I'm not really across friendly Geordies, but if it affects us, Charles, this is very troubling. I mean, I went up to John Howard, you know, to film stuff with Craig and Jules Never many times. Tony Abbott, we used to go up to all the time. You're now saying a whole career would have been illegal. It would have been illegal. Making us virtuous freedom fighters. Yes. And much braver than we actually were. Damn it. We'll presumably die heroically, but we're going to get an amazingly good movie made out of it. And his producer got dragged away by some people known as the Fixated Persons Unit. It's a very odd thing, very confusing, but we thought, well, who would understand getting into trouble with the goons of a despotic regime? And we thought about our good friend Sammy Shah. Hello, Sammy. Hello, how are you doing? You're very well. Have you ever tussled with the fixated persons unit? Um, I mean, I've had tussles with people who've been fixated on me, and <laughs> uh, but they never really, I, I don't think they ever coagulated into like a unit. Um, I, I mean, the, the other times I have had tussles with uh, things that I suppose could be described as a unit would have been the entire intelligence agency of Pakistan or... Um, you know, the Taliban or the Liberal Party here in Victoria, you know, those kind of extremist organisations. So this was this all started before you moved to Australia, wasn't it? What are some of the uh, tussles you had back in Pakistan? The biggest one that I got into would have been around the time when the blasphemy law was being reenacted, where uh, people will uh, decide that it's time to just randomly persecute a minority and or, you know, just kill a, 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 a random family of people by saying they've committed an act of blasphemy. And I decided to write a column about how maybe it's not that good a thing for us to be killing people based on uh, imaginary rules made up to please an imaginary creature in the sky, which did not go over very well um, uh, with uh, the Islamic Republic of Pakistan overall. And so I ended up uh, pissing off what are known, I believe the technical term is uh, religious nut job. Wow, that's so brave. They're quite angry. That's almost as brave as going up to John Barillaro dressed as Super Mario. Because that is the charge, isn't it? That that he got dressed up in a silly costume and because he'd tried it several times, mm. he then, the police say, was classified as a fixated person, which is essentially like a stalker, which is literally what the chaser does before every yeah, stunt exactly. that we if, do. The, if stalking was going to be a crime, then uh, or pretty much the entire chaser team, um, I'm assuming John Saffron, uh, I'm trying to think who else in Australian media and comedy and satire and such would probably be locked up. Um, well, 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 surely I, every every current affairs journalist. Back in a more innocent time in Australia, we used to go up to the Prime Minister on his morning walk. It must have been upwards of 20 times with some stupid prop or stunt or maybe a DeLorean. Or I, re- I remember being dressed as a sheep and doing it once. I can't remember why. Just we were there dressed as sheep. And the AFP just said, okay, that's fine. Just don't make any sudden moves or throw anything, no projectiles. That seemed a reasonable position for the government to have. It was, it was kind of encouraging, well, in, really. In retrospect, in retrospect, now don't you see that the no-throwing of projectiles was a slippery slope, a gateway <laughs> drug, if you will, towards a complete police state fascist setup. Well, the one thing we did learn was that you can't put on a, a, a chainsaw. Yes, yeah, they, that, that got shut down. The chainsaw <laughs> near the PM. He was allowed to have the chainsaw, just... Not a chainsaw that was switched on. Yeah, yeah. Was All problem. right, fair enough. I think the mistake, though, or at least the, the, the thing that you didn't do, was wear a costume from the Super Mario Brothers game. Because yes. that seems to be what really offended uh, the New South Wales police, more so 
than any domestic violence case that they have ignored previously where stalking has been an issue. So, Sammy, how did you go in this tussle with the, um, with the extremist leaders? I mean, you're still here, thank goodness. I mean, I'm still here in Australia. <laughs> I'm not in Pakistan anymore. Um, I don't know. You know what you do? It, 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 you see how far they go. And then you, once you survive the first act of, uh, you know, quote unquote persecution, if you're, if you're a sensible person, you back off. And if you're a satirist who can't stop themselves, you keep pushing the envelope further and further. The thing is, what John Bailaro has now done is he has thrown down the gauntlet of censorship in a way that can only be acknowledged by comedians and satirists and ignored by every free speech warrior in the LNP and the IPA. Um, and so it falls on us now to figure out what the next limits of free speech will be. Most likely, it'll be something like critical race theory, or just discussing the possibility of race in a public forum, and then that would cause a complete crackdown on our civil liberties. Sorry, Sammy, I'm going to have to stop you there. We can't yeah, talk about that no, sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah fair enough. I, I apologize profusely. Um, in fact, as I say this, I see a police car heading towards me right now, you guys. Well, there's an empty cell in Christmas Island now. That's right, actually, and it does need uh, a new Brown family to occupy it. Uh, it's actually part of the uh, contract we have with Christmas Island. Uh, otherwise, the crabs take over. <laughs> so what do you reckon? Like, do you think Australia will become a police state? I think, look, I think it's very bizarre, for example, that in Australia, and I've always found it very strange, that in Australia, a comedian or a satirist can be sued under the defamation law. In America, the right to satirize a public person is a fundamental right under free speech. In Australia, however, you make fun of someone, they can sue you under the defamation law. And one of the things that is universally the same across this entire country, we are not rich people, we cannot <laughs> afford defamation lawyers. And the next time you call Peter Dutton a potato, he will take you to court for it most likely, and you will be shut down once and for all. Um, and that's a problem. And so this is not a surprise to me that um, a, you know a politician in New South Wales, a state famous for the corruption of its political class, is using the police as a private sort of um, security force to beat up uh, you know the producer of a YouTube channel. This isn't to say that Friendly Jody is particularly funny, interesting, or worth watching at all. He's pretty much the Jordan Peterson of Australian comedy. But one of the things with free speech is you fight for the speech that you don't like as hard as you fight for the speech you do like. So, therefore, it kind of does fall on us because uh, we all know the next thing could be that one of us could be arrested for you know carrying caricatures of John Barilaro. Oh, Sammy, I'm a, a bit upset at this point about what's going on. Because I think you've made me care about friendly Geordies. <laughs> Trust me, that has been the most traumatizing experience for all of us. None of us are happy about this. All right. Well, if we must, if you'll be in the barricade alongside us at the friendly Geordies trial, Sammy, I guess we'll have to be there as well. Thank you, Sammy. Thanks a lot. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, 
Thank you for calling the Reading Writing Hotline. How can I help you? Uh, hi, um, I'm just wording a press release for the Morrison government. I see. Uh, now, what happens to be the problem? Uh, well, we're just trying to uh, pretend to release these kids from detention. Pretend to? Yeah, we're just moving them from a prison offshore to a detention centre onshore. Right. So, detention is different to prison? Yeah, technically, in a sense. In what sense? Uh, in, the, in the sense that the community detention sounds less horrific than remote island prison. Right. So what has that got to do with us? Oh, well, you see, I'm trying to write a cleverly worded press release where it feels like we're doing a lot while actually we're doing the bare minimum. I, I just don't have the words for that. Okay, so you're worried that people can't understand your speeches? No, 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 no. The problem is I'm worried someone might actually understand what we're saying. Well, why can't you just be honest? No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to lose my job here. No. Okay, can you read me the statement? Okay, here's what I've got. Um, we're bringing the Biluela family back to Australia. Family will still be in detention. Visa not guaranteed. Family deportation is extremely likely. Please see the Immigration Act for full terms and conditions. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that last bit. Oh, perfect. That's all I wanted to hear. Thanks for your help. The Chaser Report is brought to you by intergalactic lizards dressed as humans. Here's a word from our lizard overlords. The Chaser Report. So, Gabby, you're the car guru of the team. You are from Bathurst, the home of the Bathurst 1000. Apparently here, that's the only prerequisite for being a car guru. But are you actually a car guru? No! Do you drive a ute? I drive a Holden Commodore. Okay, so that's all we need to know. Charles, I've got a bone to pick with you. What's all this about you getting a Tesla on the weekend and not letting us have a test drive? Yeah, I I got a Tesla overnight. How come? You're not an influencer. Who do you know? I, I think it's actually a simpler explanation, which is that my son, who's 10, is obsessed with Teslas. And he just kept emailing them about having a test drive. That's until, amazing. Until they went, yeah, you can have one. Although I'm surprised the fixated person unit hasn't been after yeah, you. But anyway. Exactly. So what was it like? It was amazing. And the most amazing thing about it is I, I thought autopilot wasn't a Legal in Australia. Yeah, I thought it wasn't either. But it, it is. You can totally turn it on. So is right? it is it that it's legal or is it that it work, just works? <laughs> I don't know. But well, it, no, in Australia, you've got to, legally, you've got to have your hands on the steering wheel the whole time. So, right. So it just reminds you to occasionally put your hands on the steering wheel. So you can't wheel. be passed out. No, no. Oh, yeah, damn. I know. It's a real pity. So we tried it out. And, and the first time we tried it out, we were sort of maybe like 15K out of the city. And I turned it on and I told it where I live. And... It basically drove us home. Really? Yes, including switching lanes. Like every time you know it needs to switch a lane or something like that, it asks you where do you want to do it. You have to press a button down to say yes. Sorry, are you talking about the indicators? So what I'm hearing is that that Teslas drive better than the average Sydney driver. Yeah, so yeah, it, it turns on the indicator and then it waits for the cars to sort of, you know, separate and then it ducks in like a human would. It's sort of extraordinary. It's so wow. human-like, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, much better than Sydney drivers. I mean, <laughs> I thought that it was still quite dangerous and that people were still dying and having inquests and things. But I can believe it's a better driver than you, Charles. And here's the rub. It was very good the first time. And I actually raced home and, and said to my wife, you got to see this. So we, we got her out uh, on the road and we decided to go along this new freeway called the M8, which they've just built over everyone's houses. The mate. And put on the autopilot and I was, and I was sort of proudly there going, see, see, it it's works, it's amazing. Yeah. And the M8, it's this big tunnel and they've got speed signs, you know, hmm. every few hundred metres with 80 on them. Yeah, the variable yeah. speed yeah. marker things. So yeah. they're, they're, they're electronic, they're LED lights. Oh, no. 
So every time you came across one of these red speed oh, limit signs, no. it thought there was a red light there. Oh, God. And it, oh, it slowed no. down and it stopped in the middle of this it, fucking freeway. In the middle of an 80s zone, you just came yes. to a complete stop. It was terrifying. And it happened about five times. <laughs> Fuck. And, and then like, it disengaged the autopilot, drove out and got off the freeway. Got out of the car, like leapt out of the car and just went, I am never <laughs> fucking driving that again. I imagine Christmas time for Tesla must be a wild one. <laughs> like, don't yeah, really, like, imagine, imagine, okay, Tesla's in Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> Rudolph's nose goes around the world yeah. because every Tesla just stops. Just car crashes <laughs> out the wazoo even more than like normal Christmas time. I'm just imagining Elon Musk's like spaceships. They're going to go all the way out of the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> See the big red circle that's the sun yeah. and then stop. You're supposed to stop before the sun though. Yeah, actually, that's a good feature. It's probably yeah. good that they learn to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be losing lots of money. Charles, before we go, this is a very exciting day for the Chaser Report. I have been vaccinated. I have been vaccinated. We are fully vaccinated. Everyone in this office who matters has been fully vaccinated. We are. We could pash each other. We yep. could pash anyone. We can just go and lick people's faces. It's absolutely fine. It's party time. Yep. But the other thing I was thinking, Charles, is yes. we need to make some more money out of this business. I mean, Chaser's always a bit strapped for oh, cash. Always, yes. I'm yes. thinking Chaser Institute of Virology. I like Got it. Got a bunch of yes. interns here. None of them have been we, vaccinated. None of them vaccinated because they're young, yes. Yeah, yeah, they're very expendable. Okay. Why don't yes. we develop a super hot variant of COVID? Yes. The, and chaser, the chaser, chaser variant. variant. Great marketing. Yeah, because then everyone would be talking about it. It would be like name recognition. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we've got some interns. Why don't we bring them in? Hey, guys. Yeah. We've decided we're going to pivot the chaser a little bit. About time. Mm. Yeah. It's been awful. Oh, no, sorry. What did you have in mind? <laughs> we're thinking biochemical lab coming up with some really hot COVID variants. Like everyone would be talking about it. Right, what's, our, what's our role in the pivot? What, well, like a well, chief scientist? I mean, or? we would test it on ourselves, but we've been fully we've been, vaccinated. We're fully vaccinated. So, unfortunately, um, so you'll the, have to be the test. We're, we're the guinea pigs. Yeah. Is it, it's, just, it's the same pay as before when we, when do, we were do we actually Do we get sick leave? No, no. Oh. no but, we, but you can have life insurance, but we're the beneficiaries. Oh. I don't even have a super account. You don't need one. Um, yeah. Is this funny or is this... Um, <laughs> Even horrible. Whip um, the intern. Uh, Plenty of news available at chaser.com.au. You can follow us on all the socials. T the TikTok in particular, given that Gabby's here. The TikTok is upsetting to say. Just <laughs> say you, can just, you can just say TikTok we on, on purpose because we're old yeah. and past it. It's hilarious, Unlike guys. You. Yeah, no, keep yeah. going. It's Please funny. leave us a five-star review um, mentioning the TikTok <laughs> on <laughs> Apple Podcast just to enrage Gabby. Mm. Uh, our gear is thanks to Road Microphones. We are part of the ACAST Creator Network. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.